Hey guys, welcome back to Redefine Beautiful. Today we are going to be talking about reviving your New Year's resolutions and what you can do to make sure that this is the year you stick with them. Now let's dive in. Hey beautiful friends, Faith here, and you're listening to my podcast, Redefine Beautiful. Throughout each episode, I hope you find yourself inspired to learn from your past, tackle your fitness journey on a deeper level, and most importantly, redefine what we've been told is the definition of beauty for so many years. Together, we are going to address the mindset of fitness and discover the beauty that is in each and every one of us. So let's dive in. This week, we are talking about reviving your New Year's resolutions. And the reason why I chose this topic for this week is because 80% of New Year's resolutions fade or are just completely gone by mid-February. 80%. That's a huge number. And there are multiple reasons why these tend to fade. Sometimes we're coming at it too strong. You know, we have that all or nothing mentality. Things like that are kind of what pushes us to not be successful in the new year. We're going to be talking about what we can do to make sure those resolutions stick. Because again, when we talk about resolutions, it's typically something broad. It's you know, we want to be healthier in the new year. We want to exercise more in the new year. And so what we're going to talk about is, again, those, you know, I've mentioned before, we really want to have smaller goals that really drive that resolution home. So it's great to have this broad overall how I want to live resolution for the year, but then we want to make sure that we are implementing smaller goals that are going to get us to that overall resolution. I've talked you know, many times about resolutions versus goals and the difference between the two. Again, resolutions big, goals kind of smaller, kind of the backbone to that resolution. So if your goal is to live healthier in the new year, our smaller goals are going to be, we're going to get more sleep each night. We're going to go to bed early. We're going to change our bedtime. That's going to be one of our goals. We are going to reach four workouts each week. We are going to meal prep every Sunday. Those goals are going to be what ultimately gets us to that resolution. In the new year, lots of things are coming up, and we want to make sure that we're doing everything we can to make sure that we turn that resolution into a lifestyle. This doesn't have to be just for this year. This is for our life. This is our for our health and our long-term success. So, you know, we want to put them in a timeline. We don't want to just say, okay, so this is just like this goal that I have, you know, infinitely which sometimes isn't a problem, but we also want to make sure that we have some that are on a timeline. If your goal is to run a 5K or even if it's just to be a better runner, you set a goal of a 5K. Let that be on your calendar. That's something you're striving for. Have that there so you know that, you know, this is what I'm working towards. It's a goal in itself, but then we're going to take some baby steps to get there as well. So we're going to start off, we're going to run twice a week and then it's going to be maybe a little bit more and then we're going to focus on, you know, getting our time down. So you're going to really break it down. You're going to put it on the calendar so you have something to work toward. Again, not that just resolution of, hey, this year, this is my goal. Well, what can I be doing along the way? What can I do quarterly? What can I do weekly You know, to make sure that I am reaching that goal I put in place for myself? Along with that, your goal for or your resolution at January 1st may look different come February 14th. It might be time to reevaluate Is what I set out for myself realistic? Is it attainable? Again, if your resolution is, you know, be healthier in the new year, those smaller goals that you set to get you there, those are the things we might need to change. Because ultimately, if your goal is to get healthier in the new year, 
I don't think you should change that. But what we can do is change the ways that we're going to get there. A lot of times it's easy to start off strong and say, hey, I want to reach six workouts each week. The problem in starting so high of a number there is how can you better yourself if you're already at six? Making it at seven is really just going to be burnout. Also pay attention to your schedule and, and what you're realistically over the past six weeks. What were you realistically able to show up for? Was it six workouts or was it more like four workouts? If that's the case, what I recommend doing, let's shift our goal to four workouts. And why this is better, not only obviously is it more attainable, four workouts is the goal. That doesn't mean you can't do more. And when you actually do get more in, so there are going to be some weeks, maybe you do get six in, then you feel better. You feel like you were an overachiever that week. So it's more excitement than saying, hey, if I did six and then, oh, well, I really want to push myself this week. Really, you don't really have anywhere to go from there. So start a little bit lower, more realistic, something you can show up to. And then everything else is just a bonus. It's just extra. You feel good about it. So that's just one example of, you know, let's reevaluate. Maybe your goal was to get in workouts and you realize you just don't have time for it right now and with nutrition. So you're going to focus on nutrition. And then maybe another goal you can set for yourself is you're going to go to bed at 10 every night instead of 1130. And I'm kind of speaking to myself, but, you know, change your goal, readjust to make sure that what you're striving for is realistic and attainable. Now, I do want you to push yourself outside that comfort zone. Your goal shouldn't be so easy that you should be challenged. You should have to make sacrifices to reach said goals here and there, but it doesn't have to be all the time. But again, you don't want it to be too easy, but don't make it too hard that you're just never going to reach it. Ultimately, you're going to quit. And again, that's not what we're hoping for here. We want long-term success. With that, we're going to dive into some accountability because it's great to have these goals set up and you're showing up for yourself. But sometimes, and again, we talk about this before, you know, motivation is, is there in the beginning. You're hyped, you're ready to go. The new year, everyone's doing something. You're feeling good about it. Maybe your spouse is joining you. Maybe you have a couple friends that are doing something as well. Everyone's hyped, everyone's motivated. But what happens when that motivation fades? And it will, it always does. That doesn't mean it won't come back, but you've got to have the accountability. You have to have the realistic goals that's gonna keep pushing you to strive for this. Say your husband stops doing it. Say one of your friends she stops doing it and you start to lose that motivation because you might be the only one doing it. And this is where having some different forms of accountability is super important. I feel like your spouse, for the most part, they're going to be there supporting you, whether they're in it with you or just there saying, hey, you're doing the right thing. Keep pushing, keep going. But what happens when other factors aren't there for you? So I recommend get an accountability partner. That can be someone you know that doesn't have to be somebody that's in it with you. They're, you know, step-by-step step doing it with you, but have somebody that's checking in on you to say, Hey, I know this was your goal. How are you doing with it? How is it going? This can be a friend. This could be a family member. This could be a trainer, you know, just having those outlets. Because if you know, somebody is going to ask you on Monday, how last week went, did you get all your workouts in? You're more likely to show up because you want to tell them, yes, we, as people, we want to please, we want people to be proud of us. You know, if we have that in place, we are more likely to say, I'm going to skip watching TV because I want to be able to say Monday morning, I did what I needed to do last week. I'm feeling good about it. And then you just build each other up. So it's so great to have somebody. It doesn't have to be somebody in the exact program you're in or even on the journey you're in. Just having somebody, you know, that's going to say, hey, how'd it go this week? Things do happen. But knowing that somebody's checking in on you, for one, it makes you feel good. Somebody cares. You know, they're going the extra mile. 
But again, keeping you accountable, making you say, hey, I want to show up for myself, but I also want to show up so I can show other people that I can do it too. And then my personal favorite is reward yourself. Go ahead. And this is where setting up that timeline is important, but have rewards for yourself. This can be a new outfit, which is usually what I like, but I mean, it could be anything. Now I don't say, hey, once I weigh this amount, then I get something. Get away from that scale. Don't let that scale determine your happiness or your success. Say, hey, you know, if I can commit to one or two small goals each week for, you know, a month, two months, three months, whatever the case may be, then I'm going to treat myself with something special. So me and my sister-in-law, we have set ourselves up that we are going to treat ourselves with a nice swimsuit, not when our bodies are swimsuit ready, because I think all bodies are swimsuit ready. You don't have to be a certain size to wear a swimsuit, but we are gonna spend a little extra money on a nicer swimsuit. That is our goal for ourselves. And honestly, we just started this and I can tell you right now, we are both super motivated just to stick with our goals. Again, none of this is weight-based, size-based. All we wanna do is just say, hey, you know, we made these goals for ourselves. We are showing up for ourselves. We put a timeline on it, staying on track for that long, then we're gonna reward ourselves with this. Do it based on your dedication to yourself, to your program, that is so important. Now this part right here, I really, guys, if you take nothing else, we are gonna talk about grace and discipline. I think every program, every journey needs both of them. And sometimes one or the other can take over and it can be detrimental to your journey. And I'll dive into what I mean by that. The discipline gets us started. We're like, we're gonna show up for ourselves. We're gonna do this, we're gonna do that. And that kind of gets us in the door. And then when you can bring in some grace on those days when things come up, sometimes there's family issues, there's sickness, there's mental health. All these things can pop up. And we do have to give ourselves grace in those situations. Because if we don't, you know, we have this all or nothing mindset, mentality, you know, that we have to be all in. But that's where grace picks up and says, you don't. You know, things are happening. You have to let life happen. But that also means, You need that nice balance of the two because too much grace is going to be your downfall. If you give yourself so much grace, it begins to be an excuse as to why you're not showing up, as to why something else is more important. So again, you need that balance so you can continue your journey guilt-free with grace, but continue because you have that discipline set in place and you know you want to show up for yourself. When we first start out, grace is so important to continue to say, hey, I'm going to show up even if I had a bad week. But at some point, we have to recognize when we need grace and when we need discipline. And again, the two, it's it's a slippery slope that can easily burn us out. We're making too many excuses, then we're not showing up at all. If we're so stuck in our discipline, we begin to burn ourselves out because we've said, you know, we're going to show up for six workouts. And then you're showing up for six workouts when your body's saying, hey, I'm tired. I need rest. I need a break. If you're so disciplined, you can't see those signs and you just want to keep pushing forward. And we don't want that. So having a balance of the two and knowing when you need which and which season of life, time in life, because it's going to change just like everything. Today, you might be needing discipline. And you know, tomorrow you might need a lot more grace and you might need grace for a week. But also you have to remember that discipline needs to come in at some point and say, okay, We went through the emotions. We've done what we've needed to do for this part of our life. Now let's remember what we set out for ourselves. And again, we are a priority. We need to make sure that we're doing the things for ourselves to live a healthy lifestyle so we can put 100% into every other aspect of our lives. 
Because if we're not pouring into ourselves, we can't truly pour into others. I'm very passionate about this because I think a lot of times it's so easy to say, well, give yourself grace. And I say it all the time because I do think people forget to give themselves grace. You're sick. Something came up with family. Your kids are sick. All these things do come up and grace has a place, but we can't forget about the discipline. And so discipline is showing up regardless of how you feel in that moment. And then there's different when you are like sore, tired and just completely exhausted versus like, oh, I just had a long day at work and I just don't feel like doing it because I feel tired. There is a difference between the two. And over time, I do feel like you can start to tell the difference. I know for me personally, I'm like, it'd be really nice to just sit on this couch and watch some TV. But I know in my heart that I'm like, I have the, the energy. It's there. I could do it. I could do a small workout and I'd feel really good about it. So sometimes along with that, we have to make sacrifices and do something else over what we had already promised ourselves to do. So if I said, hey, I'm showing up for four workouts this week, that is my personal goal. So I know I need to sacrifice sometimes. You know, I said, told myself I'm showing up four days a week. And it's now Friday. If I don't get this workout in, I'm, I'm only at two. I need to at least get this workout in and one more over the weekend. I know realistically, I'm probably not going to get two in on the weekend. I need to sacrifice sitting down watching TV and really put myself into this. I can promise you there has not ever been a time where I said, I don't feel good after doing that workout. Every time I do a workout, I feel so much better about it. And the same can be said, making dinner at home, making a healthier recipe, You know, I never say, man, I wish I really would have went out to eat. I feel good about it. I feel good that I got to sit at home, spend time at the dinner table with my family. So keep that in mind. You know, we do have to make those sacrifices here and there, but it's ultimately going to help you reach that goal. Some days there are times where you might just need to sit down and watch TV, but just know if you've set a realistic goal for yourself, you'll start to get better with that. The more into your journey you are, you know what's realistic. You know, if you are a type of person that never gets a workout in on the weekend, you know you got to push it to the week to try to reach those goals. Discipline is about giving everything you've got on that day, no matter how small that is. And so when I say that, again, just using that example of watching TV, you know, that was something that I wanted to do. But in me, I knew I had a little bit more to give as far as I could have done a workout. Sometimes we get, again, so set on our workouts have to be, you know, if you're in the app, you're doing a program, you have to do that specific strength training workout. When in reality, sometimes we got to listen to our bodies. We've got to say, hey, I don't have it in me to do a full-blown workout, but I really think getting out and going for a walk would do my soul some good. It gets me moving. It still counts. You're giving it whatever you have for that day. And it's going to look different every day. It's never going to be consistent. It's going to fade in and out. Again, it's going to correlate with what's going on in your life, how busy your work schedule is, things like that. But giving whatever you can in that moment, in that day, that's your discipline. That's you showing up for you saying, hey, I might not be able to do this, but I can do this. This is what I'm going to give. I'm going to give this much. And you're going to feel so much better about it, guys. And, you know, I did mention, you know, you can have too much discipline and not enough discipline and they can both be just as damning if you are not careful. If you're too disciplined and you're saying, hey, I've got to show up for six workouts each week. That's a lot. That's a lot of pressure to have such a high goal there. That's hard, but then not enough discipline where you're like, where grace is too much, you get sick. It starts out as that. But then after that, you have an excuse after excuse after excuse. And there's a fine line between grace and excuses. It's, you know, when we've gone too far that our grace has now turned into an excuse. 
as to why we're not showing up. Oh, we're going to show up on Monday. We're going to wait till next week. No, we need enough discipline. We need somewhere in the middle that we're not too extreme, that we're getting burnt out, and that we're not too lax, that we're not even showing up at all. And again, that's why we're fading. We want somewhere in the middle. Again, just using workouts as an example, you know, six, seven days a week, too much. Zero, not enough. We need somewhere in the middle. Even if it's just one day, you showed up, know that that is important too. And I'm telling you, there is a difference. You start out with one and you slowly build as you go along. But again, we can't give ourselves too much grace and we can't give ourselves too much discipline. We need to kind of meet in the middle with both. And once you have a good foundation of the two, you are going to make this a lifestyle. That is ultimately your goal is to have a good balance, know that life happens, but also know that you have goals set out for yourself. And then we also need to make sure that our efforts match our expectations. And what I mean by that is our goals for ourselves have to be realistic or our discipline isn't going to be realistic. You know, I said, if we're saying we're doing six workouts a week and realistically we can only do three, our discipline isn't going to match because we're going to be so hard on ourselves when we don't show up for six, when realistically three is all we can give. And if, if we could just pour into that and just be proud of that and just do some other areas in our lives, you know, focus a little bit more on nutrition, Y'all, that is the key there. So make sure, again, efforts need to match our expectations. And then that goes back to our resolutions being realistic. Our goals for our resolutions need to be realistic or they're not going to be attainable. Again, you know, we need grace on those days when we're sick, our family, those mental things, things like that come up. Just make sure that they don't turn into excuses. Like I said, the more you're into this journey, you're going to know the difference. You know it. Sometimes, you know, you hear yourself say it and you're like, "Ah, that sounds like an excuse. And sometimes it's what it's turned into. If you're sick, rest. Wait till you're 100%. There's no point in showing up for a workout or pushing yourself to cook when you just don't feel like it. But know at a certain point, once you're not sick anymore, don't let those excuses say, hey, well, you just got done being sick. So you get another week off when really you're ready. You're ready to dive back in. You're over the sickness. You're good to go. Now, that doesn't mean you don't get sick and it lasts for a long time. But once it's over, let it be over and stop with the excuses and start saying, okay, I'm ready to show back up for myself. Don't let something that happens in your life just dictate your whole fitness journey and say, okay, well, this happened, such a snowball here. We're just not gonna do it anymore. Again, different stages in life are gonna dictate which one you need more of. Some days you're gonna need more discipline. Other days you're gonna need more grace. It's that balance of the two that's going to be key to having a healthy lifestyle. I hope you guys took a lot from this. I hope that you found this helpful. I really feel like once we get a good grasp on our discipline and grace and make sure that our goals are realistic, we are going to set us up for success. Mid-February isn't going to mean anything because we are going to be steady trucking. You guys are doing great. I'm so proud of each and every one of you. I hope everyone's having a great week and we will see you next time. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode. It means the world to me. I would like to thank each and every one of you, as well as my editor and producer, who also happens to be my husband, Evan, for making this podcast possible. If you're ready to kickstart your own fitness journey, be sure to head over to www.redefinebeautifulpodcast.com to sign up for one of my free programs. Until next time, stay beautiful.